Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. If you remember Monopoly, there's the cards in the middle of the board, and one of them, you got it, I said, bank error in your favor. And you got some free money. And I've talked about this before, and I think I've even mentioned this story before back when it happened. But Citigroup, Citigroup, they made a $900 million blunder. But they wound up winning the case, and there was a lot of fighting over this. Because as you can imagine, a lot of fighting would take place over $900 million. But it has to do with Revlon and the bankruptcy. And Bloomberg reported this. Stephen of the PH sent it to me. Chris Dolmalch, Catherine Doherty, and Jenny Serrani wrote this. But the hard-fought battle between Citigroup and creditors of Revlon over an epic blunder in which the bank accidentally sent the lenders almost a billion dollars that they weren't supposed to send, was finally capped with a legal pronouncement, and the case is dismissed, and Citigroup won the fight eventually. The dismissal order came a couple days ago after the last holdouts among the lenders agreed to return their share of the $504 million the creditors still had following Citigroup's victory in court. That sum was part of an original errant payment of more than $900 million, some of which had already been voluntarily returned to the bank by other recipients. The bank accidentally sent out $900 million in error. They sent the money to people who weren't supposed to get that much money. As of now, the pending motions are moot, the judge wrote in the order of dismissal. Uh, All future things in the case are canceled, and the court is directed to close the case. Now, that's a typical case closure document that you'll see at the end of a file to indicate that everything is done. So that is an extraordinary case, but a typically ordinary document. But the bank had sued the creditors to try to get the money back. And so this was a bankruptcy situation and the creditors were supposed to get some money, just not that much money. So Citigroup had mistakenly transferred them in August uh, 2020, the $900 million, while trying to make an interest payment as an administrative agent on a loan. And of course, the blunder became one of the entertaining things that happened on Wall Street that year. (laughs) In February of 2021, The lenders won a trial court decision where the court said they didn't have to return the money. The judge said the creditors shouldn't have been expected to know that the transfer was an error. The judge said, well, since they didn't know, they get to keep the money. Well, on appeal, that story changed. Three months ago, a federal appeals court overturned the trial court's decision, which is a major victory for Citigroup's main banking unit in its efforts to redeem the embarrassing lapse, which forced the bank to explain to regulators how such a failure was possible. Because $900 million is a nine followed by a bunch of commas and zeros. And it's the number of zeros and commas that follow that that are the problem. <laughs> so did somebody literally fat finger those keys like you know five or six extra times? Citigroup declined to comment on the case's conclusion Monday, but lawyers from a big, big firm uh, also declined to comment. So even after Citigroup's victory at the appeals court, the funds still had to be returned. So the banks had been sitting on that money all that time. On December 5th, the bank and the lenders told the judge that three of the defendants were prepared to sign an agreement ending litigation, 
while there had been substantial progress in talks with the others. On Friday, they told the judge that all 10 of the creditors had signed an agreement to send back the money. So there's still a chance, by the way, that this case could come back from the dead and haunt us all. Because in the order on Monday, the judge gave the parties 60 days to reopen the case if the settlement is not consummated. So that could look like if somebody wants to fight it, they can. But I think it actually is more addressed at if somebody hasn't paid the money back they're supposed to. Then someone could come into the court and say, hey, that person hasn't paid the money back pursuant to the agreement. Therefore, we want the court to get involved and make them pay it. So that, I'm sure, is their big concern, is that someone's sitting on, you know, tens or hundreds of millions of dollars that belong to you, you'd want that money back and back as fast as possible, because that's one where the interest would add up. But it all goes back to the bankruptcy of Revlon, Inc., and um, Citigroup was involved in, in overseeing a portion of that. And back when that happened, you know, it made headlines that somebody had accidentally sent out $900 million. And that's the kind of thing I really don't understand. When companies make big mistakes like that, they don't catch them right away. (laughs) Wouldn't you think that you'd have, I don't know, two people involved in that? In other words, you don't just uh, call up your secretary, hey, hey, Mabel, can you wire $900 million to a bunch of people? Or can you wire $9 million, whatever? Wouldn't you have somebody doing this with some oversight? Maybe, maybe. And I've told the story before, and it actually gets at what the trial judge did at the trial court before it got spun around on appeal. And I had a client years ago who had some money placed in a bank account that they had jointly with somebody else, and that other person owed them money. And so one day, check the account, there's money there. And it's really, really close to the amount that somebody else owed them who was on that account. And so money was used for other purposes. And about 45 days later, but more than 30 days later, the bank contacted and said, hey, money was accidentally placed in your account. We want it back. And my client calls me up and goes, what's the story on this? So I look at all the information. I look at the laws regarding uh, money misplaced by the bank in the wrong accounts. At least in Michigan at the time, because the law has changed, at the time, The bank had 30 days to catch their error and claw the money back. No question. They had 30 days to do that. And they did not contact my client until day 45, something like that. It's well beyond 30 days. And number two, there was case law in Michigan that says that if somebody puts the money in your account and you have a good faith belief that it's yours, and acting on the good faith belief, you take the money and use it as if it's yours, then they can't claw the money back there either. And that would be more of an equitable theory as opposed to what the statute says. And so I remember uh, seeing that letter and I wrote a response (laughs) for my client and the bank went away. They never asked again. There's no litigation. All it did, you know, I wrote one letter. And I have people often ask me, Steve, can you write me a letter? I want to write a letter to somebody and scare them. Hate mail, I jokingly call it. So somebody has a defective car, they go, can you write me a letter to a used car dealer? Tell them, you know, tell them that you're going to sue them, blah, blah, blah. I go, no, I don't, I don't generally make threats if I don't actually plan on backing them up because my concern is that, number one, a lot of these businesses get hate mail like that all day long. Number two, if word got out that, hey, Steve Leto's writing letters for people but doesn't follow up on them, 
would kind of tarnish my image in certain communities. But in this case, it wasn't that kind of a letter. They sent a letter to my client saying, we want the money back. I sent the letter in response saying, I represent this client. And my understanding is this statute says you had 30 days. The letter was sent on this date, so you blew that. And by the way, case law says she gets to keep it because of her good faith belief that it's her money. Boom. There you go. No response. So there you go. One of the most effective letters I ever got to write and the amount of money uh, was worth way more than that stamp. So it worked out. But here, again, a $900 million error. And why warning flags didn't go up within hours of that happening, uh, to me, is what boggles my mind. So once in a while, you hear that there's companies out there that to them, these are all just numbers. They're just numbers. And the numbers were off. But how often do they get together and make sure that the numbers add up? That's my question. So they did get the money back, or at least they're going to get it back. And um, the, uh, the case is finally over. So that's good. <laughs> but like I said, $900 million on the table. Yes, people will fight over that. Litigation ensued. Had to go up on appeal. But the appeals court says, yeah. Got to give the money back. So Citigroup's $900 million Revlon blunder ends with a dismissal after the bank won. Chris Dolmetsch, Catherine Doherty, and Jenny Serrani wrote that for Bloomberg. Stephen with the PH sent it to me. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. All generalizations are false, including this one.